0: lollies are good and... Oh no, this I uh, shouldn't do that. It's always a good sign, though, when there's a big, fat bag of lollies. And that's the first thing you see, eh? It's good news for you. Uh, I saw on the video you guys are all, like, building houses out there, right? That's essentially what making a tent is. You're building a house. Who was who making tents today? Yeah. Well, that's something, you know, peace, homies, because that's... That's something we have in common. I was, well, I wasn't building a house today, but I was shifting house, just like you were. And in the depths of one of our cupboards, we found this bag. And my wife said to me, you're going to camp. Get rid of the lollies. Now, it would be foolish of me to give them all away at once. But there's a lot of them. Just a a little, just a, a pop quiz. These lollies were made in Brazil. Can anyone point to the Brazilian flag on stage? If you're doing this, you're not pointing at it. And if you're pointing straight up, you're not pointing at it. But if you're pointing at the green one with the little yellow diamond, who's pointing at that one? Nice. So that's where they came from. But you are where they are going. The only thing you really need to know about me, though, and this is your first opportunity for. Oh. <laughs> you must get it. You must get it. Stop it, guys. You're making me blush. Okay, because, you know, supper's coming. Oh, thank you. cool. <laughs> yes, still cool. This is your first opportunity to win for yourself a lolly, because now, this is the World Cup of everything. And there is one thing, you might not believe me, but there is one thing that I remain undefeated champion of. I wish it were cricket. Man, that would be cool. It's, it's Pinochle. Now, if you, think, if you think you're pretty good, then you're not good enough, okay? If you think you're really good, you're not good enough. If you think you are amazing at Pinochle, then I'm throwing it down. Bam, there's the gauntlet. I'm challenging you here and now. Some pinnacle. A the person there in the green has someone pointing at him, and so I think that must mean he really is awesome. Come on. Oh, she, sorry, my bad. Just uh, do my thumb exercises. Hide do I? hide him Come here. You, you wanna come up on stage? We we can do it with you facing that way if you like. Yeah. Is that better? Is that better? Oh, what's your name? Tor? Okay, Tor, I'm Luke. Nice to meet you. This isn't the thumb wrestle, thank you. That's a firm grip. That's a firm grip. Okay, just a few rules. Um, so it starts with a one, two, three, four. I declare a pinnacle war, yeah. and you go hold it down with a pinnacle, pinnacle, pinnacle. That everyone has to hear. Well, at least I do. And uh, if you pull back, you break away. I win, because I'm not going to break away. <laughs> no way. Okay. okay. Can you do toilet. Tolo. Can you actually do toilet? <laughs> I've been housebroken for a while. I'm not sure. This is new. Like I'm uh, pretty good at thumb wrestling, but this is new to me. What's toilet? Um you can actually save yourself so you can put your thumb in the middle. What? Like that? Yeah. And you say toilet. And, and you say toilet. No. No toilet. This is straight up old school. Okay. Actually. Okay. on on One, two, three, four. I declare a pinnacle war. Pinnacle, pinnacle, pinnacle. Yes! Okay, okay, okay. Okay, hang on, hang on, (laughs) hang (laughs) on. How did I cheat? She said I said it too fast. Sister, this is the game when the pros are playing. You're in my house now. Thank you, Tor. Thank you, Tor. We'll, we'll do it again another time. When we've got uh, people, we've got some, we'll get some p- impartial judges and we'll sort it out. Yeah, we'll play this again. I'll take you down again. Oh, you think I'm chicken? You think I'm chicken? Yeah, I am a little bit. A little bit. Thank you, Tor. Ooh. <laughs> wow, wow, okay Whew. That's intense, that's intense up here That's pretty good We've got a lot of friends here, that's great Okay, hey, there'll be other opportunities There'll be other opportunities That was the first one, first of many hopefully For me to prove my supremacy I'll claim that. Okay. World Cup of everything. It's 2011. We are in New Zealand. If you were to mention to somebody World Cup, what are you going to think? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I heard a lot of things. behind you. Okay. Let's do this because I can't actually distingu- distinguish what you're saying. Let's do this. I'm hearing two main things. If if you think if you're thinking of football World Cup just make a circle. And if you're thinking of rugby World Cup make like a, a narrow like a just a and, um Yeah. That's There's a lot of this. There's a few of those, but there's a lot of that. Okay, hands down. Hands down. What I'm hoping... You guys realise that they completely rearranged the school terms this year because of the Rugby World Cup. You know that, eh? This is a big deal. What I'm hoping is... um, that what we're going to see, so cool? I'm hoping what we're going to see is a, a, whole, lot of, a whole lot of awesome haka. Yeah. Anyone know Kapolponga? Oh, Does that mean you're going to take us into No, I'm not going to take you there. Tickets are gone. They're gone, baby. They're gone. You're so amazing. You can do it. <laughs> I'm not sure even I could get a ticket for you now. Oh, yeah. sure uh, Shh. I'm hoping we'll see um, a lot of awesome haka. I'm hoping we'll see a lot of, you know, bursting runs, lots of big hits. I'm hoping we'll see heaps of tries by the All Blacks, especially as as the team that I'm gonna be going for, of course. Lots of conversions. I keep thinking there must be something behind me because you're like cheering all of a sudden. Just say, it's like a pantomime. If there is something behind me, just go, it's behind you. And then it disappears and I look like a chump. Is it? Okay. I'm hoping that finally the All Blacks are going to walk away with the silverware. That's what I'm hoping. If any year they're going to do it, this has to be the year, surely. Home advantage and all the rest of it. Because we all know, even if, and I've seen you know, South African jerseys out there and things like that. Even even if you support another team, deep down in the depths of your heart and the very inner reaches of your bowels, you know within you that the All Blacks really are the champions. Which um, brings me to really the main thing that I want to talk about today, champions like me. See, there's there's a few things that go into becoming a champion, right? And I'm sure that amongst us here, just because of the vast numbers of you, there must be by the law of probability, be amongst you. Some people who represent in some kind of sport or even in something else, you know, like debating, swimming, we've got swimming, represented the regional. Got some boxes. <laughs> nice. Have we, and I'd, I'd like genuine hands only, have we got anyone who's actually represented their country? Actually, wow, look at this. We have champions in our midst. Look around you. Nice. Okay, hands down again. Thanks. There's a few things that champions have in common with each other. Well, when you're quiet, I you know, I'll carry on. One of the things is that they actually have a goal. You know, they've got something that they're aiming for. Because you don't sort of accidentally become a national rep in BMX, do you? You actually... You, well, uh, I'd challenge you on that, actually. I don't think you would. Because I think you, wouldn't, uh, you would at least first have to have a goal of, like, I want to learn how to ride a bike. And then you'd enjoy it, and then you'd be like, I wonder what it's like to do a jump and uh, race really fast with other people. And you'd get into it, and then there'd be this progression. And eventually you'd be at a point where you're like, you know what? I think I could probably make the national team. And so, and so you work towards it, right? You've got a goal. You work hard. You cast aside all those things that might get in your way like, ooh, I know SpongeBob's good, but oh, if I want to get in the national team, I might actually just have to stop watching that and start riding my bike some more. I sacrifice. You just, so, you know, they, yeah, you got to skip school. Skip school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> stay in school, kids, and don't do drugs. And we'll take it back down. So, you know, they have a goal, they work hard. They sacrifice things. But in my mind, there's a difference between people who do well in an area and people who are true champions. Like you could be the national rep of anything you like. But there's something that distinguishes a person who's a representative from someone who's a true champion. And I wonder if we could, uh, are these my slides? Could we flick through them a little bit? We've got, uh, yeah, Rugby World Cup, and we want to see um, lots of, next one. Oh yeah, let's see Haka, and then we've got oh, some bursting runs, and we've got lots of tries, and some conversions too, and walk away with the silverware. That's not actually the Rugby World Cup, because he wouldn't ever be holding it. It's been a long time since an all-black carried it off the field, and we want to see that man as happy as that. Champion. Now, I like language. I like words. Words are my friends. And there's a word, there's one word that I think divides people who are good at stuff from champions. That one, that word there, integrity. Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. What does integrity mean? Because it's a bit old fashioned. We don't often hear it. How do you use integrity in a sentence? I hardly know. And I like this word. Integrity yeah, honesty is part of it. It sounds evil, but actually, you know, it's complete opposite of evil. Integrity is not only being good at what you do. It's being good while you do it. Sportsmanship. Sportsmanship comes into integrity. And it's not only being good at what you do and being good while you do it. It's being good even when no one's watching you do it. See... One of my first jobs, when I was 15, was washing dishes in a fish and chip shop. <laughs> well. Yeah. You laugh now. You wait till you get your first job. My very first job. Yeah. No, I will. I'll tell you about my very first job. <clears throat> Anyone ever um, eaten a pig? Eating part of a pig? Ham, yeah. bacon? You can thank me later because I might have had a hand in that if you were eating it about 20 years ago. Anyone eating it about? 20 years? Yeah, okay. Some of you were okay. Because I worked on a pig farm in my weekends, and this is how I got my foot in the door in the pig farm business. A guy I knew, he owned the pig farm. I knew him, and and he knew that I wanted some work. I needed to earn a little bit of money. So he offered me a job. This was the job. He was developing some new sewage systems. Yeah, sounds good, eh? He had a system that he had borrowed from NASA. This was space-age sewage treatment. And so he had a number of ponds. One of the In the very first pond, there was so much poop in it, you could walk on it just about. It was thick. A couple of ponds down was where I was working, and I had to get in there. What he he wanted to do was grow some plants, but there were already some plants in the pond that he didn't want. So my job was to inch by inch go through the whole pond, which would have been been about one and a half seat sections big at least. Nah, it would have been bigger than that. Two, three. It was huge. Massive. Biggest pond you ever saw in your life. And uh, I had to go through it inch by inch. It came up to about here on me. And I had to reach right down into the bottom of it and pull out the plants that weren't wanted by the roots. Because if I didn't take their roots out, then uh, they'd carry on growing, right? Because there's so much manure in there. It's just like, whoa, plants love it. So I had to get in there. Now, of course, I was, I mean, it's, it's not very um, hygienic. So I was wearing gumboots that were just above my knees. And I had these plastic gloves but the thing about the plastic gloves was you couldn't really feel the roots like you'd be digging around in there but you couldn't tell whether or not you got all the roots out because the plastic you just couldn't feel it properly and and the gumboots like I, I'd take a step and i would be like oh, 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 oh. well I would try and get the gumboot back on so after about a day and a half I got rid of the boots I got rid of the gloves just in amongst it <laughs> Man, how did we get onto that? God wasn't going to tell that story at all. Oh, fish and chip shop, and then you all laughed at me. (laughs) I told you. That was my worst job, the one on the pig farm. Fish and chip shop. Um, And so I kind of, my job was out the back. Like the boss, he was out the front, and he was serving the customers and all of that sort of stuff. But it would have been really easy for me to just sort of sit back and go, oh, yeah, there's a lot of dishes. Crack. Run the water. You know, just take it real easy. He wasn't watching me. Scrub the dish. Oh, yeah, there's only a little bit of fat on that. I'll just put that over there. We can use that again. Sweet. But, but I knew, even when I was that young, that if I did that, I would have no integrity. If I wanted to be somebody who is a true champion, even if I'm not a national rep in fish and chip dishwashing, If I want to actually be like a champion, then I needed to have some integrity about it, right? So even when the boss wasn't watching, I needed to be scrubbing as hard as I could. I needed to have that water as hot as I could bear it because that was how I did my job properly. Now, if you are someone who achieves in any field at all, but you don't have any integrity, not a champion. Not in my books. Can we just have a look at the next guy? I love Ralph. Man. I'm a big fan of The Simpsons, actually. I I think they're terrific. But uh, Ralph, this quote, this is where he and I, we have a bond. Because sleep, I'm good at sleeping. There was a time uh, when I was about your age, I suppose. I went camping, and there were two tents. And it was just two tents of boys. And we were out on the sort of edge of bush and farm, sort of sitting on the edge there in the margins. We had our tents up, went to sleep, and I was sleeping this sleep, you know, sleeping like a baby. And uh, I woke up in the morning, and the boys were all kind of eating their baked beans and staring at each other over their baked beans. I was like, hey, guys, what, what happened last night? What, what's going on? Like, I could, t- I could tell there was something in the air. And the guys in my tent, they were like, those guys over there, they pulled our tent down in the night? I was like, Really? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we had to reset it, put it back up during the night. And then we went over and we pulled their tent down. (laughs) The other guys were like, yeah, and then we had to put our tent up in the middle of the night. So they were mad at each other for taking each other's tents down. I'd slept through the whole thing. (laughs) Sleeps where I'm a Viking. That's right. Just like Ralph. Uh, Yeah, I reckon he is. See, because he may not be good at much, but he's good when he's doing it. Like he doesn't have any evil intention. He just does things at a good level. You know, like he doesn't necessarily do things well. Like um, me fail English, that's impossible. That's another quote from Ralph. Like he's not actually good at stuff and, and so he won't achieve and be a champion. But in his heart, I think he is. Because, you know, he does things as well as he can and he behaves in a way that, that is kind of good. But if we look at this next thing, (sighs) good grief. Now, I can honestly say I have a French friend, and she hates sport, actually. But even she is like, what the heck was this guy thinking? Because the guy in the white, he's French, and he's one of the great French soccer players of all time. And he was recognized as such. And so let, let me tell you the story of this picture here. This guy is a champion. He's achieved what a few other people have done. He's, he's playing for France, and he's playing here in the 2006 Soccer World Cup, but not just any old World Cup game even. It's the final of the World Cup. This is to decide who the world champion team is. Is it Italy or is it France? And it, it had gotten to full time, and it was still tied, so they were, they were in extra time. And there were 12 minutes left in the game. And there weren't just 12 minutes left in the game for this guy, whose name is Zinedine Zidane, there were 12 minutes left in this guy's career because at the end of this game, he retired. And everyone knew he was going to retire. And so everyone was completely gobsmacked when he did that, headbutted someone in the chest. So this is a guy who, for, if, even if it was just for a moment, lost his integrity. He sort of went outside the spirit of the game. He wasn't doing things the right way. He was, he was just nasty for a moment. I don't, know, I don't want you to think that Zinedine Zidane goes around headbutting people all the time and that he is a nasty person. But in this moment, he had lost his integrity and he had lost what it is to be a champion. And if you know, if you meet someone who's into soccer and you ask them, Oh, uh, you know Zinedine Zidane? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a really good uh, football player. Except for that headbutt thing. And so everyone in the whole world knows, because everyone in the whole world was watching this game, that he did this, that he lost it. Well, okay, so you weren't. It was pretty late, like 2 in the morning. I was watching. True fans here, true fans. It's good. So... I would say that in that moment, he was a cheat. He'd broken the rules. He wasn't playing the game, and he'd lost his integrity. He was cheating. And the thing that I want to talk about, um, because you'll see me a few times up here, the thing that I want to talk about is what it is to be a champion and what it is to be a cheat. Because basically, uh, people fall into two camps, and I'm going to call those two camps the camp of champions and the camp of cheats. I'm going to explain a little more about what I mean by that. Oh. Looks like he's pointing at me, eh? Gee, I should have picked a better picture. I should have mentioned when the word integrity was up there. Um, That's our word of the day or word of the session, I suppose. I'm going to have a, a little spelling bee competition at the end. That's going to be part of how you get lollies at the end. You know, Monday morning. So um, you want to pay attention to those words of the day, integrity. If, you've, if you weren't watching, well, too bad. Uh, ask your leader or something how you spell that one if you want to be part of that competition. Okay, uh, but I want, to, I want to turn it to you. I want you to think about if, I mean, most of us here didn't put our hand up when I asked if you were a national rep in something. So we're probably not people who are outstanding or um, getting in the newspaper or anything like that for the stuff that we do. But we're probably good at something. Tor's pretty good at Pinnacle. She is pretty good. She had a good, strong grip there. But that's um, probably not going to get her free flights around the world. Or me. But I want you to think about what it is that you're good at, or maybe what it is that you would like to be good at. I want you to think about that. And, uh, and we'll talk about that sort of thing a little later in camp too, Okay. Meantime, I'm done. Thanks for listening, folks.